Ladies and gentlemen, stoners and growers, welcome to a midnight rendezvous like no other. I'm your host, Socrates Grows, broadcasting from a server in the heart of America. Join me on this extraordinary journey through the lush gardens of legendary growers to learn how to grow your own fire at home. This is Autoflower Power, the podcast that takes you deep into the hidden realms of the horticultural marvels we call autos. Welcome back to the second episode of Autoflower Power. I'm really glad you made it today. I've got a topic that is close to my heart. It's something that I've been exploring on a number of different projects, topics, and hobbies. And I think this will be one of the uh, closest episodes to my heart when we're done with it. Today's episode is on improvement and how to get better at doing anything. We're going to focus specifically on um, auto flowers, growing them, harvesting them, etc. We won't be going into any details on growing today. These are kind of more uh, meta ideas, uh, but there are some practical tips and things that you can do today. Uh, that you'll take away from this podcast and be able to improve your grows. So I'm excited to get into it on today's episode of Autoflower Power. Here we go. So I believe the first place that we should start whenever we're taking on a new project or a new hobby or learning something new or trying to improve anything, and we should always be trying to improve anything that we are trying to do well, is we should know what we're going after. That sounds pretty simple, but um, I've found myself many times uh, chasing my own tail, not knowing specifically what I'm aiming for. So one thing that I would consider, especially uh, because in autoflowers we get so many runs per year, is really focusing on one goal per run. Uh, This could be per plant, preferably per tent or grow or full garden, but uh, I think focusing on one thing at a time is really the best way to improve. And you'll hear that theme throughout this is really, you know, focus on one thing, one thing, one thing. So at the beginning of uh, your next run, or even right now, think about what your goals for the end product of what you're trying to do are. Uh, this could be a number of different things. Are you going for super clean, organic weed? Just the absolute cleanest stuff. You can't find this anywhere. The guy on the street doesn't have it. You know exactly what's in it, and that's your goal. You don't care about anything else. You just want it to be super clean. You want it to be organic. That's an awesome goal. Uh, It's probably going to taste great. It's going to smell awesome, and you're going to have a great time knowing where this came from and what was put into it. Uh, Are you trying to go for high yield at any cost? That is uh, something that would be different than going for organic. Uh, Typically, if you want higher yields, you might be going with uh, some type of uh, salts um, or uh, non-organic fertilizer or nutrients. That's not bad in any way. Uh, You can definitely get higher yields. You can sometimes get uh, denser buds. It just depends, honestly. Uh, But if that's something you're going for higher yields, you should be looking at ways to improve your yields and, you know, kind of taking that as the priority. So that's what I would be thinking about doing on that run. Uh, Another thing you might be wanting to do in this run is working with a specific new technique, uh, whether it be training or a new type of medium or a new watering system. 
and maybe it could be a new type of nutrients. Uh, all those would be valid as far as new experiments, new techniques. And if that's something you want to work for uh, in this run, that's a great place to start. Uh, a couple other things that you might want to consider for goals in your particular runs are, you know, do you just want it to to smell amazing? There's certain ways uh, that we'll get into in future topics that people have tried to come up with to just get, you know, the terpenes totally uh, maxed out and really reeking. Um, a lot of that has to do with genetics. So that's, you know, part of it. Part of your goal will be what genetics do I want to have in order to reach these goals that I'm trying to reach on this run, you might be trying to make hash. Another thing that you might be trying to do is just get Instagram recognition. Uh, that's not something I'm particularly interested in, but hey, it's fair. Some people want to be uh, seen on social media as you know the greatest growers and have recognition from that. There's totally nothing wrong with that. I would say if you're trying to do that, Go for that. Figure out what that is. I mean, clearly, it's uh, there's an aspect of it of bag appeal, or maybe just how big your plants grow in such a you know short period of time with autos. There's plenty of people killing it on Instagram, and that really is you know not a terrible goal is to have awesome looking, huge yields, and uh, going for that. So just remember. That's going to be different, though, than if you're going for your super clean organic weed or if you're just trying to work with a new training technique. These are all things that you want to keep in mind. So one thing that I would do is I would take a whiteboard, a, you know, a dry erase board, some magic marker on a piece of cardboard or just a piece of paper on a, uh, you know, whatever, and write down the goal of your run and put it somewhere near your tent where every time you go and you check on your plants, you see, oh, yeah, okay, I'm going for yield. The actions that I take today, will they be moving me towards my goal of improving my yields? Yes or no. And if it's a no, don't do them. If it's a yes, continue and move forward with them. While there, also consider that you should know where you are at and what you can do. Uh, there are certain things that are beyond your limit or beyond what you actually want to do. Uh, with your grow. This is a hobby after all for most people. This isn't a profession if you're listening to this. Um, and with that, you should really consider the limitations of what you can and can't do and what you want to do. Those who know themselves know what is appropriate for them and can distinguish what they can and cannot do. And by doing what they understand, they both supply their need and enjoy success. While, by refraining from doing things that they don't understand, they avoid making mistakes and escape misfortune. Unquote. This is a quote by Socrates, the dead Greek guy that I take my name from, and I think it's a great, uh, great quote, great thought. You really want to understand what you are capable of, what you understand, and focus on those things. Don't try to go chasing what other people are doing or things that you haven't quite wrapped your head around. That's great to research and great to think about. But that's not what you want to be applying to your garden, especially if you want to see success. So really focus on what you know and what you can do right now uh, to maximize whatever that goal in mind is. Next, I want to talk about research. Uh, this is just kind of a couple quick notes. Um, you can find so much information about cannabis online. You can find so much information about autoflowering cannabis. There's so many great resources from the Autoflower Network to podcasts to videos. Uh, there's just endless amounts of information on it. There's great 
books now, even on auto flowers. Um, so what I would really consider when it comes to research is study people who are doing what you want to be doing. Don't just uh, go for any random person, and, you know, type in how to get X, Y, Z and just take some blind advice. I would really look for people who are actively showing their work online and doing what you would like to do and kind of suss from that information that they're putting out there what it is that they're doing and how they got there. This is the way to uh, really gain the knowledge of you know how to get better at things and not just kind of waffle around from idea to idea. With that in mind, you do want to start with a pretty wide net of information and filter down. So you can look at everything to begin with. This is uh, something I'll describe later as the MIT technique and filter down as in, okay, I'm going to look at all the different auto flower growing ideas to begin with. How can I grow this? I can grow it uh, in cocoa. I can grow it in soil. I can grow it outdoors. I can grow it indoors and kind of filter it down. I, okay. I'm not allowed to grow it outdoors, so I'm not going to grow it outdoors. Okay, I have no interest in having living soil in my house, you know, and filter it down. By the way, those are not my actual preferences, but uh, that's I'm just giving an example. Next, when you're doing research, be specific on the topics. Uh, it's good to start broad and kind of learn the lay of the land and then niche down. So first you want to realize, okay, I need to learn about environment. And then you realize, okay, within that environment, there are these different variables. Then go in and look at those different variables and try to get your knowledge up to a certain base where you actually understand each of those variables and how they work with each other within that bigger context of the grow environment. This is how you're going to be able to link together knowledge and really get better in a short period of time. From all your research, you're probably going to have a list of actionable items, things that you're going to want to do, whether it's trying some new type of uh, amendment, new type of nutrient, uh, changing the light, etc. I would keep a list of these to you know uh, go back to and maybe implement one at a time or during a new run. Uh, again, this goes back to the apply one thing at a time. If you apply too many things at one time, you don't know what's really working and what's just kind of you know bunk. Uh, this is so important when it comes to gardening, so important to growing. You don't want to just throw spaghetti at the wall and see what sticks. You want to take one thing at a time and try it. That way you know, okay, this new watering technique changed you know, the growth from X to Y. If you're applying new amendments, you change the light, and you do the water, you have no idea what's going on. Uh, to some degree, we're trying to be scientists here. Uh, that sounds silly because we're uh, typically, you know, just growing for our own fun, our own hobby. But really, we should approach this with a scientist point of view. We should use a scientific method and um, isolate variables and move forward one by one, changing things as they come up slowly over time, so we can truly see what the results and not only see the results, but to see if our intuition about what we think these new uh, actions will take, whether it's uh, changing lighting or whatever, are the results that we expect. Uh, and that'll in turn help us make better predictions in the future. All right. Another idea that I think is uh, really important and quite useful is to keep a log or grow journal. Basically, you want to keep track of your shit. <laughs> Uh, it's as simple as that. Uh, you want to keep a journal with notes on all of your plants and everything that you do. 
If you can, you want to make sure that you take down some broad notes on environment and any major changes you see or implement to your uh, garden. These things will help you in the future. Um, You'll see when you have fed your plants too much. You will see when you've changed your light too early. You'll see when you've overwatered. These will definitely help you in the future. This is maybe your most valuable tool is to keep your own notes. Uh, everyone else has their own you know, way of going about doing things and you can learn from other people, but you're never going to get as much bang for your buck as learning from yourself, from your own mistakes and your own successes. Uh, when you do something right, continue on with it. When you do something wrong, exit out and move on with something else. This is the way to really know the difference between uh, getting better and not getting better. Uh, So some things that you want to note in your grow log, your grow journal, um, are anytime you change anything. uh, You also want to note as far as the grow goes, so you can look back later, you know, um, what type of mediums did you use? What type of lights were you using? What were the light cycles? What were the temperatures and veg, uh, the ceiling phase and uh, flower? Uh, what amendments you've used, if you've tried anything new like compost teas, etc. These are all important. Another thing that I would strongly recommend is somehow keep track of how many days everything has been going for. That sounds simple and obvious, but uh, that can really help you a lot. Uh, kind of knowing where you are with the grow and whether things are on track or not and what you should be doing. Um, There's a little app I use on my phone. This is for iOS called Countdown. It's a free app. I just create a new little note and it saves and I put, you know, when something has been uh, popped, something germinates, and then from there I kind of know what the day count is so I could know when to re-amend or when fertilizing needs to be changed. I think that's been a, a major help to me uh, before I used to write down the date and be like, uh, was that the day I put it in the uh, cup to germinate or was that the time it uh, showed up as a seedling like, or was that the transplant date? I'm not even sure. So keep a running log with that. And if you need a separate days app, uh, I would definitely recommend uh, keeping track of that. All right, so problems do come up, and this is one place that we can make major improvements as time goes on, is diagnosing and treating problems. This is, again, going back to the scientific method, basically. Um, The first thing you want to do when a problem comes up, my advice would be don't panic, all right? These are plants, uh, and problems will inevitably come up, whether it's a deficiency because we're growing indoors and under lights in these totally artificial environments where we have to produce everything for the plants themselves, whether it's bugs, uh, cause they do get into tents. They certainly get into outside grows and, uh, they will, uh, they'll find a way as Jeff Goldblum said in Jurassic park. So the first thing that I would do is research, uh, what the problem could potentially be. You want to diagnose it. Um, We weren't born with all the knowledge of what a deficiency looks like. We weren't born with how to treat fungus, gnats versus aphids. So you do need some outside information and some help. If you can get help from a person you know in real life, that's the uh, best potentially. 
or go online. Again, Autoflower Network is a great place to go. There's some other great websites. Um, I'll have some links in the description on places to go to diagnose plant problems. Uh, What I would say to do, though, is once you have an idea on how you want to treat this problem, is don't use too many solutions at once. This goes back to the do one thing at a time. Keep it simple. Uh, One of the key problems with uh, treating plants is you're doing too many things at once and they either all don't work or if one does work, you don't know exactly what the the way to do it was. Um, Now, in some cases, you should attack the problem from multiple points of view, but uh, I would say trying one solution or one set of solutions at once is definitely the way to go. Uh, this way, in the future, you'll have a better idea of what to try if you do have that problem and also potentially what you've done to cause that problem. I'd like to wrap up with a few ideas, uh, maybe kind of mindset things on ways to get better um, in gardening, especially with autoflowering cannabis, really anything. Uh, the first thing that I just want to talk about is with gardening, you really have to have patience. These plants grow for about three months and you can't rush them. You don't want to say within 10 days, oh, this plant is stunted. It's not going to come back because inevitably it will come back. Uh, don't rush. Really, um, as silly as that sounds, just be patient. Watch what happens. Keep a good eye on it. It's important that you pay attention. Uh, Paying attention and being patient are probably the two most important keys to being a great gardener, in my opinion. Um, Another thing that I'll I'll add to that is uh, keep things pretty simple when you're uh, in the process. You know, in between runs, you can change your goals and decide that you want to do something totally different. But while you're in the middle of a run, I would just keep it simple. Keep practicing every day. Just keep doing it. And every run, you're going to get better. Gardening is a game of reps, just like anything else. The more times you go through things, the better you are. The more times you germinate seeds, the better you get at germinating seeds. The more times you harvest and trim plants, the better you get at it. It's just natural. It's, you know, same as lifting weights or, you know, running. You just get better every time you do it. So you want to keep doing it. And fortunately with autoflowers, instead of being able to do it, uh, you know, two, maybe three times a year as you can with many other plants, including photos, we get four times a year. That's 25% more reps than with a lot of other plants. So we're super lucky that we get that extra time. So be patient with it. Uh, keep doing those reps. I'll add to that, uh, I mentioned before the MIT fire hose method and learning. Uh, Basically, if you want to consume everything, consume everything. Just become totally overwhelmed with it. Fill your freaking head with every thought that you can about it. Learn about every watering system. Learn about every nutrient line. Look at every Instagram video. Totally obsess over every YouTuber from (laughs) Mr. Grow It to High Again. It's uh, it's wonderful. It's so fun. It's a great hobby. Just totally fill your brain. If you don't understand everything, uh, by the third time you hear it, you'll well, 
either understand it or you'll have to look it up. Uh, you know, we all have things that we don't understand and that's the way to do it is you hear people talk about it and you go look it up and it doesn't make sense. And then you hear somebody else talk about it and boom, it clicks. It's perfect. That's uh, it's such a cool way to learn. Um, I think you can really learn a lot from all the sources online nowadays uh, and all the podcasts and everything. So don't be afraid to uh, just stick your face in that fire hose and undo it and just fire, basically. Uh, With that said, uh, it's important to not have too many cooks in your head, if that makes any sense. Uh, Don't take everyone's advice. Yes, you should expose yourself to everyone's advice. You should have ideas from different points of view, but once you actually get into your own garden, you should have some principles that you follow. Last but not least, I'm going to give you a piece of advice that a friend gave to me, and that is, uh, it's pretty simple, but it's pretty great. Uh, And he said, whatever you do, make it fucking awesome. Uh, Really, anything that you're working on, you should do it to the best of your ability. You should consider what you're going to get excited about. Imagine what you would see in that garden when you open the door and you're like, holy shit, this is fucking awesome. That's what you want to go for. So how do you achieve it? Just keep that in mind. It's something, uh, something that you always kind of want like right there uh, in the forefront of your brain. How can I make this fucking awesome? So many ways to go about that one. Well, I hope you guys have taken something away from today's episode, whether it's some ideas about uh, keeping a grow log or just being patient and going through the reps one at a time. In the meantime, make sure to follow the podcast, leave a review if you liked it. And if you didn't, go ahead and leave a review too. Check out the next episode, which should also be up. That is going to be on some basic parameters and some ideas on how to maximize your environment. Lastly, check out our website at SocratesGrows.com and shoot me an email if you've got any comments or ideas. That is all on the website. All right. I'll see you next time. Bye.